Welcome, everybody, to the Friar Talk podcast. And today we are recapping the Padres series against the Cardinals. And they came back in this one in excellent fashion. I mean, obviously, the bats and the home runs saved them on Thursday, but Friday night, it was all about the bullpen. And I think the, the one word you can use to describe this team is gritty. They are a super gritty team. They're a super exciting team, and they have got a, a fan base that's fully behind them now. They're the, the sole San Diego sports team, and they're, now that we got the 10th man stuff going on where the, where the Padres players have called the Friar Faithful the 10th man, and it's, it's pretty exciting right now, and I don't think they could be in a better spot with potentially Mike Clevenger, Denilson Lament returning against the Dodgers because – they have all the energy in the world right now, and it is a great time to be watching this Padre team. Isaac, I'll let you start first, man. You, you've definitely been excited about this. All of us have, but you were sending some videos of San Diego downtown, and they are just super stoked right now. Yeah, I mean, I wish I was there. <clears throat> I mean, uh, San Diego hasn't been able to have something like this for a really long time. I mean, it's been a long time coming, and I'm very excited. You know, I'm so happy to see that the city is behind the Friars right now, you know, because they, they definitely deserve our love. They deserve it. You know, they rebuilt to get to this point and they're building something special, not just for now, but for the long run. Um, and I'm glad we're all getting behind them and they're getting behind us, too. They're, uh, you know, they're showing their appreciation with the 10th man that they started. I mean, just yesterday. Um, but, you know, them. Before going on the bus, you know, greeting the fans and celebrating with them was truly something special. It, it, you know, it was, it was great. It was great to see. Yeah, absolutely. And Chase, what is your, what was your thoughts on how this team came back? Uh, do you think they're a resilient bunch? Because I feel like everyone kind of feels that way right now, and it just seems like, it, it seems like this is the perfect time to to match up against the Dodgers moving forward. Do you kind of feel the same way? Absolutely. They are a resilient bunch. You could see that from the amount of comeback wins that we have. Once the team gets going, they're pretty hard to stop. And with the momentum created from how we ended the Cardinals series, I feel like we can take the Dodgers for sure. Yeah, I do as well. I mean, this is... And I don't know about like the news on Clevenger and Lamette because that's obviously going to be a huge factor. Um, but this, this team, man, like the bullpen day, that was, I think it was the most pitchers used in a shutout ever, not postseason, but ever. That's a huge feat. Morahone, Patino, they come in there. They have some nice innings. Trevor Rosenhall looked fantastic. I mean, he struck out the side and I don't know, dude, this team is just really feeling themselves right now. Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Will Myers, Eric Hosmer had a huge hit. I was and I would just message you guys like, "Hey, Hosmer's been struggling." And then the next half inning, he comes in with that clutch RBI double to break the zero zero game. But man, I'm I'm excited. So Isaac, do you want to kind of talk about the how the Padres got this one done? Yeah, just pure resilience. That's what we've been talking about since game one, since after game one. How resilient this team is. And I feel like after game one, you know, we were all down in the dumps and we all doubted this team. And, I mean, they proved us wrong. They proved the whole world of baseball wrong. People were calling us the fraudres. And it was after game one. We just won three games with basically just the bullpen. Our starters went and combined four innings. Well, Stammen was a starter. 
But when you look at Davies and Paddock, they went and combined like four innings. So like we said, you know, this team is resilient. This team can come back. It seems like even if we're down four, we should have some hope. And I'm glad they didn't give up, and I'm glad they came back because they really proved that, you know, no matter what, this team is in it, no matter what. So, And I, I really do think we will compete with the Dodgers, and hopefully we have Lamette and Clev back. If not both, then one. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping to see us take the Dodgers to game five. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just want to go through some of the numbers, so like through that first series. Jake Cronenworth, who had been – and maybe even a bigger slump than Tatis, he hit 625 that series. Tommy Pham, obviously he was a guy that had not really been around, and when he had played, he barely hit over 200 in the regular season. 462. Fernando Tatis, I just said that Cronenworth was in a huge slump. Tatis was probably in the second biggest slump. 455. Will Myers, 333. And then you have... Hosmer at 167, Machado 143, Grisham and Nola didn't even get a hit this series. So you have half of the lineup just balling out, half of the lineup not really doing that that great. Hosmer and Machado obviously had super clutch hits, though. But we can expect Hosmer, Machado, Grisham, Nola, all those guys to turn it around next series. And, and this just shows how deep of, of a lineup this team has. And when you have a lineup that's so deep like that where, you know, the pitchers are like, okay, like, we don't know what to do, they – they w- intentionally walked Fernando Tatis where the bases were loaded with no outs and Manny Machado was up with a bases loaded and no out situation. And it was probably the right decision. And, and you like, just think about that. You're, you're loading the bases with no outs for Manny Machado. And it's probably the right move. That just shows like at any point, this team can just have huge innings and, and even the series, like they had a couple big in- innings in game two, but Games one and three, they both scored four runs, and they just did it by by having good situational hitting, getting guys on, and just playing smart baseball. Um, along with that, Fernando Tatis's fielding yesterday was amazing. That that play on second base where he somehow holds his toe down, um, and they get Bader out at the at second. That was just weird. Like that was like such an odd play, but I don't think you see many guys making that type of type of a play at the at second base like that. Um they what did one of you guys said like toe uh tiptoe Tatis or something like that. Um so I don't know man. I'm I'm just I'm stoked. I think that I couldn't be I don't think the Potters could be in a better like energy standpoint going into a, a Dodgers series and, and really they're playing I mean they're playing the best team in baseball next series and if, if you got Clevenger, you got Lamette back, I think they got as good of a chance as any. Do either of you guys know anything about those guys returning? I've been trying to find something on it, and it's still a lot of uncertainties in the air. Um, they said that Clevenger felt good in his last... I don't think he threw a bullpen. He had a throwing session, and Lamette was feeling good in his throwing session. I haven't seen anything on if they've thrown bullpens yet. But so far, they've been feeling good about their elbow and bicep injuries. So I guess we can just hope for the best at this point. Yeah, that, that that's something that that would be awesome. And and it's really nice that you just get the bullpen just got so much confidence moving forward as well. Like all of like the main guys, Pagan, Rosen, Rosenhall, and Drew Pomeranz, all of those guys like 
They just pitched a great series, and they came in clutch pitching, looked really good. Morahone was balling, and they they took him out, and the Padres got out of the jam. But when that dude's on, he is on. And, and we like in that game, an elimination game. It's pretty crazy to think that Luis Patino and Adrian Morahone are pitching elimination playoff baseball. And and I know Luis Patino is less than two months uh, older than Chase and and I. And Morahone is not much older than Patino. So, like, just a really impressive day. I, I think that one thing that I definitely took away was that in, like, two or three years, the Padres' bullpen and starting rotation might be the best in baseball. I, I think that there's a, a big chance that that happens. I know I was listening to the the radio broadcast of the Padres for a while just because I was walking around and I had to, like, I had to go grab some food. And I'm listening to him, and they're talking about how Morahone is definitely going to be a starting pitcher on this team at some point. And I was just thinking, like, if he's like a fifth starter and he has that just nasty splitter, like that, he could end up being one of the best fourth or fifth starters in the league, you know? And we talk about how Paddock's struggling. It's like, okay, well, there's Clevenger, Lamette, Gore, Patino, Morahone, Davies. Like, there's so many guys. So, it just made me think about the future. The future looks fantastic, but but the present as well. Like this lineup, they're feeling themselves, and I just think they're in a great spot. So, Chaser Isaac, anything you kind of want to add to this series? Uh, well, I mean, I just got to say, you know, I'm very excited right now to be a Padre fan. Uh, I hope everyone else is too because, you know, we haven't seen a series win since 98. It's something special, man. It's, it's so much fun to watch, and I'm just super excited for this team, and I – you know, people said, people were saying, you know, I don't want to face the Dodgers, but honestly, I wanted to. I want to be the ones to knock them out. There's just something about being a Padres fan, knocking out the Dodgers that, you know, it's going to feel special if we do. So, you know, hopefully the Matt or Clev is back, like I said, and hopefully we go in there and we take them to five and hopefully we take it. Chase, what about you, man? Uh, I just wanted to shout out one more of the bullpen guys, Pierce Johnson. He came in with some kind of tough situations and was stellar. I'm kind of hoping to see him in the back end of the bullpen coming up soon. Yeah, yeah and, and Chase, you've been on the Pierce Johnson hype train since we started doing this podcast. And you talked about him, and, and, and he came in. He has a nasty curveball, um, and he came in clutch pitching. He He's a very good clutch pitcher like he's gotten to a lot of spots where it's like uh oh this could get real ugly and he gets out of the jam consistently so i don't really have anything else if either of you guys want to bring up anything else go ahead but i just kind of wanted to recap the the excitement going around this baseball team and i i know that we're planning on doing a preview for the dodgers series so we'll get that out probably i'm guessing on monday um but do you guys have anything else for this episode yeah you know at first, we bashed the bullpen, but, you know, they came around. They did what we thought they would the whole season. So, shout-out to the bullpen, man. You know, they came through like none other. This was the best bullpen performance by far. You know, for the first time since before we were born, you know, we could say Friar Faithful stand up. So, feels good, man. Let's go. Yeah, Chase, anything else you wanted to add, or are you good, man? Uh, just shout out Austin Nola, man. You've been great for us. Uh, a lot of the games you catch have been shutouts like this last one. So 
Thank you for that, and uh, we'll update you guys on any injuries or possible roster updates on Monday, considering we should know what happens with Met and Clevenger then. Yeah, awesome. Thank thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll we'll get you guys some more episodes, talk about some Padres baseball, and go Padres, beat LA, all that stuff. Um, and this is just this has been a really exciting year, and I think we're gonna we're gonna see at least like five more seasons like this in the next five years because this team is built to to be a contender so thanks everyone for listening we'll talk to you guys soon